0: Okay, you could start whenever.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Born Again Again podcast. I'm Katie. And
0: I'm Joe. And today I wanted to talk about surrender. Surrender. I know that's a really triggery, Christian-sounding word, and it comes from a very Christian place, this whole topic and episode. Um, But I basically kind of wanted to talk about how, as a Christian, we're taught all the time to surrender things up to God. Um, And when I was a Christian, I feel like that was—I did that. I did that a lot. Would you say that, too?
1: Yeah, yeah i would say so it always gave me like a bit of a cringe to hear the term surrender yeah Yeah. and i think even now when you suggested that you wanted to talk about this i was like no i don't want to talk about (laughs) this christian word and this christian way of life because i think that there's just a couple words that i feel that as christians and i don't know as christians now there's like a monopoly on and Mm -hmm. they're sort of tainted for me and i can't bring them into my world now but
0: what are some of the other ones
1: um what about like accountable holding accountability oh my
0: god Uh,
1: yeah yeah, i mean there's a million more that one's
0: that one's like permanently ruined that's high (laughs) can't be used ever again
1: or seasons oh because i was thinking this morning that i feel like looking back even in, in my time of being an outed non-christian i've Mm -hmm. had seasons in my life yeah and but i when i I hate hearing myself think it in my head not even (laughs) just say it out loud but like when i think you know right now this morning i was thinking i'm in a season of reset yeah i feel like i'm resetting a lot of things Mm -hmm. but i'm like no i would never in a million years ever say that to anyone else but you or all of you people (laughs) listening (laughs) hello (laughs) like i would never write it never send it to anyone never text it to anyone
0: is that christian or is that just our church
1: that's I probably feel like pretty it's good
0: across the board. That's
1: probably a lot of Christians say yeah. seasons.
0: That's a good word though, and life does feel like that. Yeah, sometimes.
1: I mean, it's Different like seasons. we have seasons in nature, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's. I love that when nature reflects your life.
0: Yeah, that's true. Okay, let's
1: get back to the, the cringy <laughs> word on hand. Surrender. Surrender.
0: Yeah. So, for you, what did it? What did that mean to surrender things up to God when you were a Christian?
1: It just meant when you were going back and forth on a decision or something was really hard or difficult you didn't know how to get through something any of those kinds of situations you just pause and like let go and let god
0: mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> I yeah, mean that phrase I mean, let go and let we God. we even
1: we jokingly say it now to remind ourselves to just you know be light or whatever mm-hmm. just let go and but surrender is that yeah surrender is that really ultra typical christian word mm-hmm. that just means basically letting go of your I guess that struggle against uncertainty.
0: Yeah. Basically. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. I felt that a lot. And I think I, when I was a Christian, I really tried to make it a practice of surrendering things up to God. And I guess the things I would surrender would be like difficulty in my life, I guess, or I, I guess actually like, sins and stuff were things i would surrender up to god as well but i guess that's would you not... like
1: surrender up to god like the decision for where you go to college totally yeah you know or yeah. like those kind of things or like oh i don't know if i should date this boy or not that you surrender up to god then you do it anyway yeah then you, you just know? like
0: follow your own intuition yeah. anyways
1: or like <laughs> yeah or i don't know simple things like that or sometimes when you're having probably like more so when you're having a time and you feel like it's not going well with you, with your walk with faith and mm-hmm. all that, or you're you're feeling far from God. You know, yeah. we felt those a lot of times before we decided to actually leave uh, Christianity. But when you're having a, a hard walk, you would surrender that to God. You'd be like, "Oh no, I'm I, maybe I'm just trying too hard. I'm just gonna do what I can and surrender up the details to you."
0: Yeah, it's kind of like stopping trying so hard. That's and, all it like, is. Yeah, kind of letting go. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I thought of it this week in particular because obviously the coronavirus is like. Dominating the news and dominating the world, I guess, mm-hmm. um, and it makes you feel helpless. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like just completely helpless. I here. feel like
1: I'm not allowed to be happy or try to be happy or try to find peace. Like yeah. I have to always be like concerned because people are always like saying you shouldn't like everybody's suffering or people in these countries are suffering or everybody. I don't know. Do you feel like that? Like there's when there's like a mass hysteria, like I'm not allowed to find any kind of happiness.
0: Yeah. And I think the part of the reason is because it's everything is uncertain. Like nobody really knows what's going on. Nobody knows what's, what's going to happen next. Nobody knows even how to find out what's going on. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're getting some picture of reality in terms of like what's coming through the news and you know, how many cases there are and we should stay inside and we should self isolate and all of that. And that's great. That makes sense. And it's not great, but it, you know, that makes sense to me. I can grasp onto that, but like on a larger scale, we're helpless Mm -hmm. against, we're helpless against the disease. We can't see it. We can't really fight against it. Besides washing our hands a lot, but like, is that even effective, you know? And we don't know if it's where it is, if it's coming to us or if we're exposed to it or anything, we're just, we're helpless to it and helpless to even knowing what to do, so it just kind of sucks. We're in a mm-hmm. place right now where it's you f- I feel really powerless i mm-hmm. guess um and I think as a Christian, and probably what a lot of Christians are doing now is surrendering that up to god mm-hmm. Uh, and I and have I, have to admit that that's, like, kind of a nice out in a yeah. way, you know.
1: We've had somebody before and people before ask, like, what do you do in times of crisis, like, when you can't, like, pray? Or, or basically, what probably when you can't surrender things mm-hmm. up to God, like, how do you cope yeah. now? Yeah. It, because, you know, that, when you look at it now, it, it was a coping mechanism, you know. it Just wasn't, the whole
0: idea of surrendering yeah, things to God. It yeah. wasn't the
1: only, you know, it wasn't the only uh, space that you could do that that would help you know it wasn't only god that you could surrender to but mm-hmm. it, but anyway it seemed like it. it seemed like you learned this specific thing that only belonged in your old realm mm-hmm. you know your old group of christians like that was where you could find peace yeah with surrendering it to god
0: well it felt that way even more so because it's not it's not only that like say you're uh Someone in your family is really sick Mm -hmm. and there's nothing you can do about it. Mm -hmm. Like you can pray for them and you can go visit in the hospital, but there's, there's absolutely nothing you as a person can physically do to change their sickness. So in that case, a Christian would say like, okay, I've prayed about it and now I'm going to just surrender that to God. It's in God's hands. Mm -hmm. It's not like they're just letting go into the ether. They're kind of saying like, no, I'm going to take this problem and I'm putting it in like someone greater's hands. And I'm giving it to God because I trust God more than I trust myself to handle it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the thing, you know. And that gave me a lot of comfort at the time.
1: Well, it's nice know? to have like a persona or like a fi- uh, an actual like a figure of a, a personality
0: a, that you're giving it to. Person yeah. that you're giving
1: it to, you know, like because yeah. then you can visualize that easier. Like right. I'm giving it to this loving father yeah. figure you, you know? take it off
0: of your plate you like you take the stressful anxiety inducing thing off of your plate and i'm like mentally handing it into the hands of god daddy handing handing it into daddy's hands <laughs> <laughs> and but like but no seriously that that would make me feel better I would feel relieved. I'd feel less stressed out about it because I I felt like I was almost doing something about the problem because I was handing it over to God. I was taking it out of my mind, making a conscious choice to say, okay, God, i give this up to you. And that, I feel like that worked. I I enjoyed doing that. I felt like I got relief when I would do that as a Christian and I I made a practice of it. I feel like almost anything difficult in my life I was kind of constantly doing that cycle, mm-hmm. like praying, doing whatever actions I could do to solve my problem. But then at the end, when I kind of exhausted all my resources, I'd say, okay, God, I'm giving this up to you. It's in your hands and like, help me to accept whatever you would determine the best outcome is. Mm-hmm. And I could rest with that. Mm-hmm. So when we left Christianity, um, I mean, we've talked about this tons before, but like, Obviously, you're leaving when you leave Christianity, you're kind of going from the like warm, loving arms of God, even though, you know, as we believe now, that's God's not real. There were no loving arms, but like it felt like we were leaving God's loving embrace and like safety net and nest for us. And now we're just out here in the universe alone. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, there's like freedom that comes with that. And there is a lot of benefits that come to that come with that. Um, But one of the big downsides was that I felt like everything that's happening to me in my life is kind of like all 100% on me now. Mm -hmm. It's like completely up to me to do it because I don't have anybody to give this problem to anymore. Uh, And that's it. That's hard. That's super hard. Mm -hmm. Um, Thankfully, in the last two years, I feel like we haven't had like major crises in our life in terms of like people being sick or, or, you know, something like that, that would be extremely difficult, but I mean, we have had hard things. We've gone through. Yeah. Yeah. And big stressful life things and all that. And it was really hard going from being a person who kind of had like that safe place where we could kind of dump our really hard problems onto, and at least get some temporary relief from like the stress and anxiety of that, because we felt like God was handling it. It's hard from, Hard to go from that to just like going to just you being alone in the cold, barren universe, Mm -hmm. feeling like the weight of the world is on your shoulders. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, and then like when a stressful situation comes up, you're like, well, what did I used to do? I used to pray and then I used to give it up to God. Like, what do I do now? I don't believe in God.
0: Yeah, because you're like, oh, great. I don't have that safety line anymore. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it sucks.
1: I mean, yeah, like I feel like it is... I don't, I don't know. It's like you, you have the freedom of everything else that comes with not having religion. But then, like, when I think, like, any human, when times of crises happen, like, you want to be able to do something, just something to, like, take your mind off of it or let yourself rest because living in a state of anxiety is so not healthy for you. Yeah. Your body, like, even just, even, I don't know, even just like, what's actually going on in your body. It's, it's so bad for you and all of like the cells to be like in a constant right. state yeah. of stress.
0: Like bathed in cortisol all the time. Yeah. Freaking out and stress. Yeah. That that's super unhealthy and it's unsustainable.
1: I saw you smiling before. Did you think that I was going to say part of our meditation? <laughs> yeah. Living in anxiety isn't loving to you. <laughs> and what is yeah, it? What else? I don't it remember.
0: Like? <laughs> Something like we that. We listen yeah. to a
1: meditation and he's always like, you pick like a, like a, I don't know, what is it? Just like a feeling that you don't want to feel anymore that you've yeah. kind of been addicted to and you kind of like say to yourself, it's it's not loving to you.
0: Yeah, and that's true. Oh,
1: and no one and nothing is worth it.
0: Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. But that's true. You know, those stressful thoughts aren't loving to you, mm-hmm. but they're hard as heck to get rid of.
1: No, yeah, it doesn't mean that you can just like change, the, immediately <laughs> get them out of your brain as soon as you say that Not at all, mantra. yeah.
0: But it is, I think it is like really helpful to recognize that, that mm-hmm. like... We've talked about this before too, like in Stoicism, uh, the idea is that there's only two things in the entire universe that you can control. You can control your actions, what you do, and you can control your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of what we've been working on with this meditation Mm -hmm. Katie and I have been doing every day is basically just changing our thought lives and kind of catching ourselves when we're thinking thoughts that are unloving or thinking thoughts, rather like caught in thoughts that are unhelpful to us. Kind of just trying to bring awareness to that Mm -hmm. and potentially changing our patterns of thought. Um, But yeah, so stress and anxiety is kind of like a big one. I think a lot of us deal with stress and anxiety, and especially in times like this, when like incomes are up in the air and we don't know like if we're going to have our jobs, and the economy's freaking out because of all this and the coronavirus, and people might start dying soon. And Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of big unknowns, Mm -hmm. and especially now, I'm feeling particularly helpless in the face of all these big problems and it just makes me remember back to when I was a Christian and feeling like yeah at that time I thought that I kind of had like had that stuff under wraps in a way I didn't have to stress out about it so much because I could give it up to God and Mm -hmm. I could move on in some capacity
1: you know what's interesting is it's the same we're living in the same world the same life that we had it's Mm -hmm. not like just all what all that's happened is your perspective shifted, but you were able to feel calm, just giving it to God, yeah, you know so why you know, I mean I know I know that we try to do this, but why not find something that you can surrender to now? yeah, yeah, you know, why not put that into practice, right? I think like one of the things that I didn't really want to hear when I first left Christianity was that you do learn good habits growing up in a faith-based family
0: you didn't want to accept that i don't want to accept that because
1: well because it's like hard because well we come from i mean it's black and white we Mm -hmm. came from like a you know community of people who think in black and white so you now that you're done you kind of want to be like done everything's bad
0: Mm -hmm. yeah black
1: and white that's the part i don't want in my life i hate christianity
0: get all of that out of there i don't want anything to do with yeah Yeah, Yeah. yeah and
1: so I mean, I feel like now I understand or have accepted that, yes, there are some good things that we learned. And I feel like one of those, if you can you can look at it that way, is you did learn how to surrender. But now all you need to do is shift your perspective on how to surrender now, yeah. you know, without a God.
0: Yeah. So what does that look like for you? How would you explain that? Let
1: go and let God.
0: <laughs> That's actually funny. We like joke about that a lot. We say that phrase pretty often. But I think that the sentiment behind it is actually a good one because Mm -hmm. like just purely logically, if you look at your life and the problems that are inevitably going to arise in your life, there really are only two things you can do. You can control your actions and you can control your thoughts. And Mm -hmm. so if you, if you have some hardship in your life, like go ahead, you should do everything you can do to combat that thing or Mm -hmm. change it or try to get the most favorable outcome. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the next thing you need to do is prevent yourself from dwelling on that problem forever. Because
1: you need to control your thoughts. Because
0: you need to control your thoughts Mm -hmm. and thinking those same thoughts and, and trying to predict a future or trying to prepare for an unknown future or trying to, go over the past over and over and over and over again, to, tr- for whatever reason, is not loving to yourself. And it's not good for you. It's bad for your body. It's stressful. It's it's all these negative things. Mm-hmm. And the worst part is that all of that thinking about your problem isn't actually going to change the problem at all. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Mm-hmm. I know. I, I had like a time in our life when we moved to New York that we well, we experienced so much anxiety trying to find an apartment. And I remember after that time, I was like, I never want to allow myself to have this much anxiety again i cannot have this much Uh stress again ever in my life which um i mean like that was a strong reaction after coming straight from it and i probably have i've forgotten those feelings i've forgotten how hard they were Mm -hmm. but it's like i really learned or understood after that how worrying doesn't do Crap. Like (laughs) how worrying, how bad it is. Yeah. I know. And I mean, that's even something that's brought from the Bible, the verse, you know, that like who can add, you know, any time to their life by worrying. Mm -hmm. I can't, I don't remember exactly the wording of the verse, but you know, you, you read these things or you can that, and the Bible's not the first place to say that, but like you can, you can read something and kind of know it, but then there's a different type of like really, really, truly, deeply understanding it. And I feel like at that moment in my life, just sort of worry really, I don't know, translated a a different meaning to me. I don't know. I just understood that worrying really did do nothing to me and just hurt me. And I really started to watch out for myself worrying and realizing that it didn't, it was like taking up so much time. It was like wasting so much like brain energy and Mm -hmm. brain time. And after that point i was i tried to like really watch myself for like how long i spent in worry or if i was worrying and wanted to give my brain an activity to do i would try to positive worry and which is just like well, if you can negative worry, like, well, what if this bad thing happens? What if this bad thing happens? I would try to say instead, well, what if this happens? And what if this happens? And what if today I have a great day? And what if today I feel really, truly happy? And what if today I can feel really, really thankful? And what if I feel so positive today? What if I get a lot done? What if I'm able to clean my house really well? I don't know, just simple things, especially right now, you can positive worry in that direction. And I feel... I I feel like there's still ways. And like I said, we learned good skills as Christians and we're trying to bring them into our life now because I feel like we've allowed enough time to pass where we can just say surrender again. But like we, we learn how to surrender in our daily life by just surrendering to fate, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. If you replace God with anything that you want to believe, fate, the universe, chance, chance, then it works the same way. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we found is that as actually across the board, a lot of things in Christianity, you can replace that one word and Mm -hmm. still do the same action of letting go because at some point you've done what you can You've thought through the options and you need to just give it up because you need to let go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know that feeling where you feel like you can't give it up because you feel like somehow it feels like thinking about your problem more is kind of addressing it or like mm-hmm. you're kind of taking care of it in a way or maintaining it. Or well,
1: no one understands that better than me because <laughs> I will not, I will not take my thoughts of something because I feel like if I do that, that means that it is not important. Yeah. Yeah because i think if i'm giving that thing my thought that i'm giving giving it the justice it deserves you know what i mean mm-hmm. but like where you place your attention is where you place your energy and so you can give attention to things that are negative but you can give them a positive attention and you can also give them a bad like a negative attention do you mm-hmm. know what i mean and mm-hmm. so if you're you want to make sure that you keep the things that are important to you important but you need to like think about them in a non-stressful way Yeah, that's right. it's so it's like such a fine line Yeah, and it's really confusing and it's a very like i don't know like you can just slip over that edge so easy into worrying in, in a really bad way that's completely not productive mm-hmm. and you may feel that you're giving that thing the right attention in your life but really it's, it's just breaking down the inside of your body yeah
0: it's hurting your body and uh-huh. it's not doing anything for the problem anyways yeah absolutely um so yeah i, I think like what you said was a really good point that we when we left Christianity, we kind of pushed away anything that had to do with Christianity. That included like surrendering and in its place, we kind of just took full responsibility, or at least that's what it felt like, is that we were taking full responsibility for all of our problems. And now after going through that, figuring out that doesn't really work, that's a really stressful way to live. Mm-hmm. I think the game now is to learn how to reincorporate the idea of surrendering, the idea of giving your problems up to like something greater or something outside of yourself. Uh, we need to learn how to reincorporate that idea into our lives now in a healthy and productive and happy, good way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I love what you're saying about instead of dwelling on your problems and letting your mind race and kind of just mindlessly ruminating about your problems in the past or problems that might arise in the future. Maybe the loving thing to do is to stop and say, Hey, wait, these thoughts are not loving to me. They're not going to change anything. I'm going to switch this and try to imagine a positive outcome or like positive worry about the problem. Mm-hmm. What if a good thing came tr- comes mm-hmm.
1: true? And we're not you know, talking about, Thinking positively as a blanket over all of your problems. Oh, not at all.
0: Because I don't know, I I can't say that thinking positively is going to affect your problem either. You know, like thinking negatively is not going to change your problem. Thinking positively might not change your problem. But one of those two options is going to leave you feeling good. And the other one is going to leave you feeling stressed out and depleted and thin and worn down. Mm -hmm. And so obviously there's a loving choice between those two and the choices to try to relate to your problems in a more loving, positive, like optimistic way. Mm-hmm. But the kind of the overarching picture is that we need to recognize that, regardless of what we're thinking, there are certain obstacles that are going to come up in our life that we are powerless against, and that's not a bad thing. That's you know that's a good thing in a way. And what we need to do is just learn how to to distinguish which of the things in our life. We have control over or we don't and the things that we don't have control over we need to learn how to relax and open our hands and say okay fate chance universe whatever i'm gonna give this over to you because i'm accepting the fact that the universe is the way it is and i can't change that right now Mm -hmm.
1: and if you don't want to be spiritual and put anything there you can just say let go yeah i'm
0: letting go of this problem yeah i
1: just like, I don't know, give yourself a mental slap and be like, it's time to stop. Yeah. It's time to stop being in my head
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. You need, like, <laughs> it's kind of nice for us. We talk about this stuff all the time, and I think we catch each other often thinking. And I, I will look over in the car, and you're like, obviously, just blank stare, like zoned out on something. And I'm like, hey, what are you thinking about? They kind of try to pull you out of that and uh-huh. like remind you what we're trying to do and to be healthy and to love yourself and Mm -hmm. have loving thoughts towards yourself and all of that. But I think we all need that, you know, we need like a a slap. We need someone to like kind of snap and say, Hey, 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 snap out of it, snap out of it. Like either catch your thoughts and let that go, change your thoughts, whatever. Like, you know, there's certain things that are immovable and we need to be willing to just like, let it flow, flow with the universe, relax into it. Mm -hmm. Let it be.
1: It's bringing together uh, like, like, the christian concept of surrender but also a very worldly concept of loving yourself which one we learned really well and one we didn't learn at all and so it's kind of hard because you need to like love yourself enough to say is this thought loving to me is my anxiety loving to me and then using you know what we learned in christianity to just let go Mm -hmm. of that then if it's not if it's not and I mean, I know we're talking about this like it's so easy, breezy, beautiful, but it's not. Yeah, it's Like not. <laughs> last night I had a terrible thought spiral and Joey tried to talk me down and snap me out of it and I just couldn't. And it's I just went strong. to bed. I just went to bed. But um, I feel like... Every day that I practice it, at least, and tell myself, "Hey, that's not loving." Even if I can't get out of the thought spiral, at least I'm spending some time of that, telling myself it's not loving, mm, and telling mm-hmm. myself, "Do I want to think this way?" No. And after a while, like you do, tend to notice them and become more aware of them, and you start to keep yourself out of those thought spirals yeah. more and more and more. It's not like something that just changes in one day. No, at all. not at all. Not at all. And sometimes not even. Months and months and months, mm-hmm. but it's like you need to start like noticing a pattern and and changing changing that now you know while yeah. you can
0: it, it's It's worth mentioning too, I think that this is all really nuanced, and it's a, there's a fine line between taking responsibility for stuff in your life versus surrendering stuff in your life mm-hmm. because I think it just like everything, there needs to be a balance I, th- I think it'd be really easy to go swing one way, way into the relax, like relaxing, letting go camp and say like, you know what, the universe is just going to do what it wants to do. And it's going to move on. And like, I'm just going to kind of sit back and relax and let it go. And I think that honestly, I think there's some value to that. I think there, there's like a spiritual path to be found in that because like this whole idea of radical acceptance, like just radically accepting exactly who you are and radically accepting the world for exactly the way it is. I think that is there's like a very pure spirituality in that. And that's something I personally really want to explore more um, and really want to like get into, you know, I, I would love to, f- to feel like completely contented with who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but the flip side of that is that at like the ideal goal is that at the same time that you are completely accepting of exactly who you are and exactly the state of your life, mm-hmm. you can still out of love for yourself, want something different and like pursue something different, Mm -hmm. pursue something better. But it's, it's like a really fine balance because I think it's super easy to either go way too far into the like self-responsibility side and kind of take all of your problems onto yourself Mm -hmm. and be weighed down and just totally burdened by that. And it's also really easy to slip the other way and just kind of coast. Um, and so the key is in finding that balance and Mm -hmm. I'm not claiming to have found that balance for myself, but I think I can recognize better now than I used to be able to times when I've swung one way or the other, Mm -hmm. I feel like right now I've swung too far, like into the self responsibility camp. And Mm -hmm. I, I really want to work on like accepting the state of my life, exactly how it is and loving it for exactly what it is because it's like it's foolishness to push against it because it's like you're you're pushing against reality you're pushing against the present moment by saying like oh i, I hate the way things are well, it's like the universe is saying to you okay you hate the way things are who cares like that's the way they are what are you going to do you know mm-hmm. so yeah it's a balance haven't figured it out yet but are working on it for sure
1: mhm yeah we're definitely working on surrender i think that like that's something that I really struggle with. I always swing towards the more like self responsibility because that's what I always did in Christianity. And that's, I think that's just the kind of person that I am. Mm-hmm. And it's hard when right now I'm saying, like, oh, I need to surrender more because it reminds me of being a Christian. And mm-hmm. that's like how I always felt. I needed to surrender, surrender, surrender. And it's like a subtle mind shift that I have to th- like remind myself is that i'm not surrendering to a god who needs to be appeased who needs love the reason i'm surrendering is out of love for myself Mm -hmm. and that's where the shift is for me where i stop freaking out about it and feeling triggered and annoyed and all of that. And the difference is huge is that the reason that I'm doing everything now is for myself. Yeah, You know, I want to radically accept myself, but I, and so I want to change and I want to know what I can do to to do that. But I also, you know, when I've done all I can to just like surrender for the good of myself, because I don't want to be in a mind loop and constantly worrying, am I good enough? Am I good enough all the time? So, the biggest change now is the surrender and the letting go. The giving up is for you, mm-hmm. not to show that you trust and love this invisible yeah, being. Yeah,
0: absolutely. You're not trying to prove your devotion by giving up the problems in your life. Mm-hmm. You're, you're just loving yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The and, interesting thought I thought of is that that like whether or not we are surrendering up the like uncertainty of coronavirus for instance to the universe whether we're going to surrender that to the universe and kind of accept our own place in it or not it doesn't matter like coronavirus is going to play out the same way whether or not i'm like mentally surrendered to the outcome mm-hmm. but if i'm not surrendered to the outcome and i'm constantly trying to like predict things and freak out about it i'm going to have a terrible time and be like super burdened by it and it's going to play out exactly how it would would have anyways.
1: Well, it just makes the journey that much. Harder. It makes the
0: journey like bad and makes you stressed out, and it makes makes it all heavy.
1: Well, it's adding emotion to your emotion. It's yeah. one of those again. Yeah. It's hard because, like, I mean, I don't know. I'm thinking about. I have an uncle right now who's been in the ICU, and he had leukemia, you know, a couple days ago. And my family actually flew out to see him, and it was so scary because they're flying out. You're not supposed to travel. My, our parents are all older, so I'm worried about them with the virus. Mm -hmm. And then, like, my uncle's immune system is obviously compromised big Mm -hmm. time. So, like, he's in a hospital right now, like, and it's, the hospitals are crazy. Is he going to get the virus? And that was like, that was something that we needed to practice, like, just surrendering or just, like, we can't do anything. And even just when it's hard getting those texts from relatives, you know, and I'm sure that you all are, too. Sometimes I see them on our Facebook group of, like, parents asking you to pray. Mm-hmm. And, then you know, like, you feeling, like, that sadness, but also feeling a bit of heartbrokenness that your parents don't understand where you're at with yeah. your faith. But they don't know what to do, and they're just asking you to help in the way they understand. So Mm -hmm. it's like a big resistance to, you know, or you have to really resist, like, being like, you know, I don't pray anymore, or, you know, to to hurt them. But just, I don't know, just, like, send back love. Yeah. And, I don't know, all you can do is surrender, and, like, what we do sometimes instead of praying is we meditate and just, like, I just get centered. Mm Mm-hmm but it's like at that point like there's no more to do but it's so hard because obviously these feelings are important and they're big and they're scary and especially if you have like a relative who's sick or you're going through sickness or something like when it's like really really close to home it's like one thing to say just surrender and another thing to be in the situation and like actually feel it so i mean we know how how it is mm-hmm. It's like super difficult, but I think like keeping that in your mind that like you're surrendering to love yourself because you don't deserve to be in constant stress, no matter your situation. And like at some point you need to just let yourself live life and do all you can send out all the love you can meditate and get grounded, but like find some types type of enjoyment, Mm -hmm. like live your life.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I think that's big for me because I tend to feel that I can't be happy if there's something bad going on, they don't deserve it. Yeah. But if everybody goes into a mope, then there's no one, no one's going to be ready to problem solve. No one's <laughs> going to be be there for other people who are yeah. down. And I don't know that I think that's another big thing that sometimes we work on in meditation is that your meditation isn't like just for you. It's for everyone. If you are able to be like a grounded healthy person then you can affect people around you as yeah, well yeah and so that's another thing that i think like we as christians maybe like tend to feel more selfish like if we do things for ourselves self-care and all of that which isn't selfish but You need to like remember that if you're taking care of yourself and if you're surrendering, you're letting go or whatever you want to call it, you're going to be better equipped to help the others around you. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely. And
1: that's like something. Then there is another thing that you can do to help.
0: That's like practically improving the issue potentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure.
1: I mean, we all need a friend to lean on, and we Mm -hmm. all need someone to like lift us up. And I mean, that's like so great to have. So, like, if you can get your life in that place, and if you can practice like anything that we're talking about you're better equipped to do that yeah
0: right yeah that's good i I want to just acknowledge that this all this stuff like sounds great and it sounds good and sounds like oh yeah that's easy let's just start doing that and it'll all get better and i recognize that things are really tough and especially if you have even extra harder things going on in your life sickness in your family or you know, financial issues or whatever, these things are difficult. And I don't want to minimize that in any way. And don't want to say that this is like some magic cure all for all of your problems. But I think overall, I kind of just wanted this to be a reminder that there are only a few specific things you can control in your life. And I think it's really, really worthwhile when you're sitting around stressed out about an issue, especially one that you've been stressed out about for a long time. It's worthwhile to recognize um, what things you can control and what things you can't control and make it a deliberate practice to like take a few breaths sit down and mentally just try to let go of the parts of your problems that you don't have any control over i think it's a really good life practice it's something i want to get better at it's something that i think we all could benefit from getting better at Mm -hmm. yeah
1: it's true all right we'll wrap up there we hope you guys are all safe and staying healthy and we'll see you next week